Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Looney Sports. I'm your host, Beatrice Mason. Joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's. All right, and let's get right into it. We had a couple of great nights of basketball. If you guys couldn't tell, hey, man, Monday we were kind of like, ah, oh, it's kind of getting boring. But I will say a quick thank you to the NBA for making all these players mad and adding in the playing game because really adding to the intrigue at the end of the season. If you guys normally watch basketball, obviously, you know, it's, not, it's normally not quite like this, right? Get a lot of players resting, even if they're the six or the seven seed. But now you can't do that. And one example of this was the Lakers beating the Knicks in overtime, 101-99, despite the fact that Julius Randle had 31 points, eight rebounds, five assists, and Derrick Rose at 27, six, 27 points, six assists, and six boards. Either way, Anthony Davis came up 20 points, even though he was eight of 23 to get his team to win. Kuzma had 23 as well. Andre Drummond, 16 points, 18 rebounds. Darnell, what did you see out of this one? It was a close one. Um, One-point game at the end of the first. One-point game at halftime. Two-point game or a three-point game after the third quarter. Six-point game or tie game at the end of the fourth going in overtime. Like, it was a lot of just back and forth. Obviously, the Lakers missing, you know, uh, I think Alex Caruso left early in the game. He only played seven minutes. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what his injury was, but he left the game. So, you know, they're already down. Right. Dennis Schroeder, already down LeBron James. Go ahead. He hurt his right foot. Right foot. All right. Already down. So, they already down ball handler. So, basically, Taylor Horton Tucker had to – play 34 minutes he gave you 13 to 10 assists he did have seven turnovers but you know he got some production from Kyle Kuzma he was hitting a three he was four of eight he gave him 23 and the Lakers they have depth and this is where it's you know going to be important for them to show because they're going to get LeBron James back tonight potentially where that's at least what was reported and it's still up at it's still up in the air about Anthony Davis because he tweaked his groin and he said that he wants to say he wants he's going to play, but obviously he wants to test and see how he feels. But for the Knicks, they didn't really get, you know, great production out of R.J. Barrett. He was 0 of 7 for 3, 2 of 13 overall in his 37 and a half minutes. Gave him 8 points, was a minus 3. So it was really just Julius Randle doing the best he could with Derrick Rose you know, with his 27, six and six. And, you know, the Knicks are a great team. They're defensively, defense is their identity. And down the stretch, they couldn't get a key stop on Taylor Horton Tucker, who made a three to kind of give them the win mm-hmm. over Derrick Rose. Don Marie-Bos. I mean, this is about a game that this is what a game from these two teams would look like. Would look like you know what I mean? Um, I'm looking at, their, their points per game and their points allowed per game. We already know the Knicks and the Lakers are the two best defenses in the league. And mm-hmm. they generally allow – so the Knicks allow 104.9 points per game and the Lakers allow 106.5 points per game. And then the Lakers score 109.1 points per game and the Knicks score 107 
1.1 points per game. So we already knew this is going to be a highly defensive game. It took overtime to reach 100 points. So we knew this right. was going to be a highly defensive game. And it was just going to come down to who had a little more offense. And as we know, the entire offense for the Knicks basically relies on Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, and if he's hitting his threes, Reggie Bullock and Reggie Bullock wasn't – well, Reggie Bullock or R.J. Barrett. R.J. missed all his threes, and Reggie Bullock went one for five from three. I mean, this uh, – Frank Nilakina went three for four. You know, he don't normally make anything. So the fact that he gave him a little offense definitely helped him out a lot. But if, if Rose and Randall going to do their thing, they just need a little extra help from R.J. or, or Reggie out there and for the Lakers the the help that the lake the, the help that the Knicks was missing you know Kuzma was able to give them 23 Talon 13 and 10 like you were saying and you know the difference was that they just had four people that could score as opposed to two <laughs> so that's really the main difference um first off well I, apparently I heard last night Frank Nidokina He's actually shooting at 44% from three, which I didn't know. That's kind he's of cool. 40, He's shooting 47% from three now. Yeah. Doesn't I mean hey, you don't let them shoot. But so yeah, he obviously doesn't play over quickly. Quickly was missing, obviously, for the Knicks. But y'all missed the big storyline. I guess y'all were waiting for me to do it. LeBron James, the Lion King, told the world he was gonna play. Because he wanted to see Anthony Davis do it one more time. And I have a bunch of issues with this. But my first is, is first off, I don't give a I don't give a crap if Anthony Davis feeling okay. And you don't give a fuck. Go ahead and say it. If Anthony Davis is okay, he should sit on the he should sit today and LeBron should be the first one. Like, yo, bro, you need to sit today. Cause he really had to go through the Knicks in overtime, 43 minutes. You know he's fragile against them. No and way. it don't matter whether he was falling or not. They don't give you calls against the Knicks because, you know, they just play tough and physical. So that's the reputation now. And they're going to get away with some things. Obviously, it's physical both ways. You know, that wasn't like either team was getting, like, the benefit of this. But now you're not going to get free throws in the game like this. Um, he's, he's letting him know, bro. I'm not going to be here forever. I got to see what you can do when I'm gone. No, you don't. Since what? I'm not going to be here forever. <laughs> so who the fuck? He doesn't care about what he can do with it. Anyway, moving on. What I did see, though, is obviously when Caruso went down, THT is built for this moment. I mean, they're not talking about it. He had a three down one. He had a turnover before that where uh, they came in a timeout, tried to full. They full court pressed him. He got around Rose, but then Rose is. Tap came from behind, tapped the ball out, and then got before one of It was a pretty crazy play. Um, but then the next possession, THT got it. They left him on the screen and went under it, and he just hit the three because he had to. They weren't going to let him pass it to AD. And I was just – I couldn't believe he hit it. I was like, damn, <laughs> THT. So it was a really big shot. Um, the Knicks' last possession was a mess. Uh, they had R.J. Barrett with the ball. They basically doubled Derrick Rose and have RJ open. He didn't want to shoot it for obvious reasons. You can see by the numbers, two for one from the field. Two for 13 from the field, sorry. And then he ended up having to shoot it anyway. He backed up, made it a harder three, 
and missed it awfully, hit the backboard. Um, the reason that happened was because the Knicks used their last time out with about 50 seconds left because Randall got trapped. I think he would have been fine. I don't think they would have had to call a timeout. But, yeah, these used the last time out then, so they didn't have any left. Um, so a little bit of a coaching error there from Tom Thibodeau. But, hey, man, I was watching this game. I was rooting for Lakers for multiple reasons. We'll get into some of the other reasons later. But the big one is, man, and you already know. You already know the one thing. It doesn't matter, right? They won the game and still – you know, the national media guys are going to be like, AD this. AD got to be better than for 23 if they want to blah, 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 blah. Fuck them. 23 is pretty bad. Fuck them. Fuck you. Because he had to just go up against the toughest defense in the league. And, by the way, kudos to Julius Randle. Julius Randle was snapping. Was snapping on him. But, hey, man, he's going to be a plus seven. I don't care. Won the game. I don't care. With no point guard. Man, Wesley, Wesley was right out there, plus 14. Leading the charge. And you can take that to your bank if you want to. That's, <laughs> that's what you want to do. Now, he did have the biggest play of the game. He sent it over time with a rebound. Huge play. No need want to take anything away from Wesley. But, <laughs> yeah, that's all it. Any other praise in that? It's all you, man. It's all you. Go Lakers, man. Go Anthony Davis, bro. Fuck him. <laughs> see, I thought – see, I didn't bring it up because I thought you were going to bring it up later, which you still might. But <laughs> I thought you were going to bring it up for, for the special awards of the night. That's the storyline of the night. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting there watching the Celtics fight with the Heat, expecting LeBron to play. He doesn't. And now that he's not playing, mind you. He's sitting this game to play against the Rockets. He didn't want to play the back-to-back. He didn't want to play the back-to-back. He didn't have to. It's not not out of the normal for somebody to sit the first half of a back-to-back, especially when the first half is against a more difficult opponent. You want to bring him back against the Rockets, if anything. Yeah, you got to keep him healthy. You know what? Anthony Davis did his job. So he, gets, he, should, he should rest the rest of the regular season. Say, you know what, LeBron? We got the Rockets. We got the Pacers. We got the Pelicans. He should, he should rest tonight. It. You got he it. He should rest tonight. You got it. He should rest Get us tonight. out of this playing game. Because we already know what's about to happen. Anyway, and we'll talk about it a little bit that later. Um, the moving on history was made on Monday. Uh, the Hawks end up beating the Wizards 125-124 despite a great comeback from the Wizards. Um, they were down 17 in the quarter, almost did it. But Russell Westbrook breaking history, breaking the triple-double record all-time in 182. He had 28 points, 21 assists, 13 rebounds out there. He got 20 from Rui Hachimura as well, 18 from Robin Right Hook Lopez, 15 from Rutans. Uh, for the Hawks, Trey Young spoiling the night, going crazy. 36 points, nine assists, plus 18 out there. John Collins was great as well, 28 and 8. And Bogdanovich continues his run with 25 points. Dom, what did you see out of this one? And both, I mean, the last game you were just saying a, a missed timeout. Well, not having a timeout is what cost them the game. This time, the Wizards had their timeout. They just chose not to use it. They um, 
I forget what happened. I believe one of the Hawks, they missed a shot. And then, you know, Westbrook went out there, got the rebound, and then he just flew up the court and shot a three. Now, Westbrook hit a couple threes. I think he hit three. <clears throat> yeah, he hit three. He went three or seven. And he actually hit a really clutch three towards the end of the game. I think it tied it up or at least brought them down to one. But um, Westbrook had hit a clutch three, and then towards the end of the game, you know, Atlanta had went for the – Atlanta went for a shot. They missed it, and then they got the rebound, and Westbrook just flew down and chucked a three. That's the type of situation where, you know, timeouts are four, so you can – I think it was still like three seconds left on the clock too, so you just want to get the rebound and advance the clock. But for whatever reason, they didn't call the timeout, and, you know – Westbrook wound up missing the three, but you know, obviously the night was about him and breaking the record. And I'm surprised that they were able to, you know, fight as hard as they did without without Bradley out there. Like you know, they said before the game, the Wizards are one and eight. Now they're one and nine, but they're one and nine without Bradley Beal because they barely win anyway. So you know, when he's not there, it's going to be extra hard for them to win. But I was surprised they were able to hold their own <clears throat> offensively without him. Obviously, he's the um, second leading, second highest leading scorer in the league. So, you know, losing him was going to force other people to step up. Rui continued to do what he do. But um, I was watching. It Smith gave them a lot of good production um, early. And then Raul Neto did, too. They both had 16 and 12. And then um, Bertans hit a couple of shots. He hit five threes. But really, as much as it was making me mad to watch it, I ain't going to lie to you. It was making me mad as shit watching it. But Robin Lopez kept forcing that stupid-ass hook shot up. And he shot 9 of 15 from it. So, you know, if that's just going to be the whole offensive bill not there, I mean. That's huh? that's I see. <laughs> did that shit. Bro, he was straight playing like Sabonis the whole game. I was like, oh my god. I hate I hate that dumbass shot. Yeah, 18 just like him. Dig it, 18 just like him. <laughs> Only difference, he can't shoot anything. At least at least uh, what's his name? At least Sabonis can hit a little mini or three every now and then. But nah, the post hooks was going in, so you know what, fuck it. But for Atlanta, nah, Trey Young and John Collins, they just weren't going to let them win this game. And and Bonjanovic as well. All three of them just went crazy out there. So that's really what it came down to. They just had the three better score, the three best scorers out there. Well, Russ was out there too, but they just had the three best shooters out there, really. Even though Trey Young, even though his, even though he shot one and seven from three, but like he really don't be shooting threes like that for real. Like he he really did just go to the basket. He had his floaters came back. His floaters come back, which is crazy. And obviously, he's at least like top three in drawing fouls in the league at this point. He's at least top five. I say like top three at drawing contact. He got 13 free throws. And really, it came down to them not missing free throws as well. I mean, Clint missed two, but Trey and Collins made all of them. So, Darnell, what were your thoughts? Yeah, it was um, it was an interesting game. Obviously. For the Wizards to be missing 30 points in their starting lineup, that's a lot to replace. And they did a really good job of, you know, as a collective between Raul Neto and Rui Hachimura, just, you know, producing producing higher than they normally do. 
19 shots for Hachimura is a lot. And that's not normally his output, obviously, with, you know, somebody like Bradley Bill in the starting lineup. But he made the most of his opportunities. And they got production from Berton, Smith, and Lopez off the bench, all giving them plus minutes. And it really came down to the end. And, you know, my issue with Russell Westbrook sometimes is he takes ill-advised three sometimes, even – when the game's on the line and they need a three, sometimes it's just not the shot that that they should be taking. And because he's not the best three-point shooter, he's so up and down with his three-point shot that I'd rather have somebody – I'd rather him just make a play for somebody else to, to get a shot sometimes. But, you know, they're going to live with that. If he's going to, you know, put up 21 assists with three turnovers and 28 and 13, like those are unbelievable numbers. But for the Hawks – Obviously, they didn't um, they didn't get great production off the bench from Gallinari. He was 4-7, but he was a minus 17. They did play DeAndre Hunter. He played 13 minutes, so he's back. And we're going to see how he progresses as his minutes increase. So between Herter, Bogdanovich, and, and Hunter, it's a lot of wing depth for the Hawks. And if Trey Young's playing well and John Collins is – you know, playing off of him like he normally does. The Hawks are going to be a dangerous team, especially having Clint Capella being such a killer on the offensive glass and, you know, in the rebounding categories this year. He's just been a perfect fit for the Hawks. And that Hawks-Knicks first-round series is going to be interesting. I'm going to be definitely excited to watch. Man, I don't think we're going to get that. But um, one of my stats on this, Solomon Hill, 10 minutes, minus 23. Job solid. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I was like, damn, I even noticed until now. Yeah. yeah. It was during that stretch in the third quarter when they just started losing the lead. They lost in the fourth. The third they won. They won the third and won 18 points. Um, but the other thing I noticed, and I don't I was wondering it early, they didn't play him until like almost the third half, the, the third quarter. Um <laughs> I was like, what? Daniel Gafford um, went out there for 15 minutes, and he was a plus nine. I don't, I don't know why he wasn't playing more, especially if Capella's going to eat Alex Lund alive. But uh, I understand why Robin had to play because he had to score. Just had, just had to be him. That part I got, but it's just one of those games, you know. You wonder if they get in a playing situation if they'll just start Gafford like they should or not. Um, not Scott Brooks. Um, yeah, but moving on to the nightcap game of Monday, the Jazz number one seed in the West going up against the Fighting Steps, and the Warriors end up winning one nineteen one sixteen, hanging on to the lead and winning the game. Despite 41 points from Jordan Clarkson on 33 shots, he was jacking. They mentioned that time he was just shooting the ball, but he kind of had to. Um, 41 from him, 27 from Bogdanovich. They both of them continue to go crazy. And, um, you know, the thing about Bojan is, you know, player of the week last week in the conference. So big week for him. And he continues that high stretch. Um, and for the Warriors, a Steph, 36 points, six assists on 11 of 25 shooting. And Kent Bazemore came up with 19 as well. And some beef with someone after this game. We'll talk about that. Um, but 
Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Yeah, I think another interesting stat about Jordan Clarkson that they said during the, the broadcast was 33 shot attempts was the most by a reserve in the last few seasons outside of the one time where Jordan Clarkson also took 34 shots when he was a member of the Cavaliers. So I'm just throw that out there. But Bogdanovich played well, you know, not – he didn't shoot great from the field, you know, after coming off of that big 48-point game. He was 9 of 21. But like you said in the intro, like somebody's got to take the shots. And between Bogdanovich and Clarkson, those are going to be the main guys, you know, it was reported that earlier that um, Donovan Mitchell was going to be out for the rest of the regular season. He's going to be evaluated before the playoffs. So I think Mike Conley will probably probably be back within the next two games. So um, we'll see how he disrupts the chemistry, if any, because it's been noticed or it's been noticeable that when he's been out there, they've not been the same team. They haven't been able to go on those same win streaks. So the Warriors are just the 17 game streak. Not there. Missed most of it. You missed most of it. I don't know what you keep saying that for. He missed a few games. He missed like five games. He did not miss a few games. He missed like 11 or 12. Go ahead, Darnell. Yeah. And the Warriors, obviously, they played through Steph Curry and when – Steph didn't really have it going for three. Rarely, you know, I think he's making like five threes a game. He was three of 13, which is ridiculous that he's getting up that many a game and making that many. There was 11 of 12 from the free throw line doing what he normally does. You got 10 assists from Draymond Green. And Kent Kent Bazemore was making a lot of difficult shots. I think he had one step back turnaround on the right wing. Daddy, nothing but net. He just – it was a good night for him. Wasn't the greatest night off the court, but he had no clue what was going on off the court. So he it was, was a better play. night off the court. What are you talking <laughs> about? No, off the court was terrible for Baysmore, man. He got killed. My man Baysmore was trending. Yeah, he's never yeah. been trending. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Only time he trend is a is a chance drop an album <laughs> so it could be like <laughs> he looks just like chance. <laughs> but um <clears throat> I mean it came down to you know without without Mitchell or even Conley being there, all the offense just falls all on Clarkson and Bonyanovich. So it was only two people that could really score out there. I mean, Angles can score as well. He just didn't really shoot that much. Like we've yeah, seen he was one of seven like he never shoots yeah. that much, though. He doesn't I mean, ball. but yeah. he has at points. Like, he's had 30-point games. It's normally when he's off the bench, though, that he shoots. When he's in the starting lineup, he normally don't shoot as much, I've noticed. I guess because he takes point guard responsibilities. But, you know, the, the Jazz really only had two scores for the most part. And for the Warriors, you know, Poole came out there, gave them 20 base, more gave them 19, and you know, Steph continued to do what he do with the 36 points. And then Wiggins contributed a little bit. Like, there was just more people on – for the first time, <laughs> there was more people on the Warriors that, that could do something than on the Jazz. Just because, obviously, the Jazz are missing a few people. So, I mean, that's what I think it came down to for the most part. And, obviously, Steph is the best player on either team out there. So, 
he just had the best night of them all, and that's what this game came down to. The whole season for the Warriors changed the second they took Damian Lee out the rotation and put in Jordan Poole. I noticed it. I'm telling y'all this, Jordan Poole really is the one, and he was, again, the one, 20.6 of 11. They, need his, they needed his bench production. He's keeping that bench afloat. They only play eight, eight players now because Oubre's been out, and, you know, the other two suck anyway, so it's fine they don't play them. Um, but <clears throat> they, just, they need his production, and the thing that's happening is GTA, Ron Scott Anderson, is starting to become a little Jay. bit of a backup Draymond out there, to be honest. He's, <laughs> he's starting to understand, hey, man. He had half as many assists right there, not shooting the ball either. Call this nigga Grand Theft Auto, bro. Yeah. JTA, whatever. Niggas <laughs> say Grand Theft Auto. GTA <laughs> 5 out there. What's his number? GTA. His number is 95. GTA 95. Out there, Hooper. I know. Oh, anyway, but yeah, so he's becoming really a backup Draymond out there. And you saw four steals. He's really good defensively. They needed him. Um, See, towards the end of the game, he was trying to guard Clarkson, which he held. Clarkson was really struggling the first half and then just kept shooting, clearly. Um, so, started hitting a lot, and that's why they kind of came back. But one thing I did notice, the Jazz really were down this whole game. Um, Warriors were doing a great job, really, as a team. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, Royce was forcing up three-point lines, so he started just going to the basket, getting fouls, yada, yada. In the fourth, man, he was straight ready to sell that lead. He didn't. But they were losing, and hey, I think late in the game, like a minute left, he missed the three, but someone got the rebound. It was either Wiggins or GTA probably. Someone got the rebound, kicked it out to Draymond. Draymond fouled Curry, and he hit the big shot. Shannon's going to try and use his right initial. <laughs> nope. And he, hit the, and he hit the big shot, and that was, like, huge for them. Took the lead, and – you know, Jazz just couldn't score after that big shot. But one for the Warriors, obviously, being the one seed. And then that moves us right into last night where they were playing the Suns <clears throat> and beat them 122-116. This game, it was not Steph. Steph, hey, man, for the first time, it seems like forever. He wasn't their leading scorer. And Drew Wiggins went crazy. He had 38 points. On 24 shots, really him and Devin Booker both going at it. Booker at 34 uh, for the Suns. Chris Paul, 24 and 10. Obviously, as we said, Wiggins with 38. Steph had 21, a rough shooting night for him. Kent again being consistent with 17. And Jordan Poole again, those 20 points. Uh, Dom, what would you see out of this one? I saw Phoenix. Phoenix? Phoenix batch is actually not that good now that, now that I see it. When you, when you, when this like Cam Johnson was doesn't produce a lot, but damn, neither does anybody else for real. Cam Johnson <laughs> so that's didn't gonna, play, but yeah. Huh? He didn't play, but yeah. No, I'm saying he doesn't produce, but I'm saying he he wasn't even out there, and still nobody was able to produce. So you know the bench just doesn't the bench just isn't really that good at scoring like that. And Bridges Bridges missed all his threes. You know, he was one of the biggest revelations for them this season, so he wasn't able to do too much. And then the fact that Aiden, Aiden had to eat out here against the Warriors, and he didn't. 
I guess Looney stopped him or whatever. I don't know who stopped him exactly, but uh, Aiden just didn't produce too much out there. And, you know, for them to for, – for, he's been one of the biggest keys to the team for them being, you know, as successful as they've been all season. So the fact that he wasn't, you know, the fact that he didn't have a strong stat line or anything like that, that helped – that definitely hurt them a lot too. Yeah, both Bridges and Aiden were below what they normally are, and the bench didn't contribute anything. So it really was all on Booker, Crowder, and Chris, and they just weren't good enough. And uh, whoever was guarding Wiggins, I'm guessing it was Bridges, just couldn't guard him at all. It's funny because, like, we were playing 2K earlier, and you feel me? We were we were using these exact teams. I was Phoenix, he was Golden State. And I couldn't – I we lost because I couldn't stop Andrew Wiggins, for real. And lo and behold, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins went out there and scored 40 on them. So, I guess I guess the game is accurate with that one. Wow. The, the 2K accuracy. <laughs> Yo, I really couldn't stop Wiggins at all. I was like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> they, put, they, put an update. they put an update in the game at halftime, man. <laughs> Yeah, I see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead, Darnell. All right, for me, um, I just think that, you know, obviously it was only close because, honestly, Jay Crowder made six threes because that's not normal for Jay Crowder to make that many threes at that clip. And had he not, it probably would have been a double-digit victory for the Warriors, but – um. They did a – the Phoenix got out to a 38-29 first quarter lead, and after that they proceeded to lose every quarter, you know, for the rest of the game. And it's just tough for the Suns to to guard a lot of teams because they don't really – they do have some individual players that are good at defense, but they're so young and, and they're still developing that they're going to get outclassed some nights. and. Tonight it was Andrew Wiggins who just had it going. It's not often that he has it going, but when he does, he can be a tif- he can be a difficult guard because he's athletic enough to get to the basket. Obviously, his three wasn't going down at that high of a rate. It was two of six, but he was seventy percent overall from the field. And Steph Curry, this is back to back games now where he's been struggling for three, and they found a way to still get victory. So that's an encouraging sign for them. So you just know Steph's due for a breakout game. And like Dom said, Jordan Poole and Kent Bazemore, it, it just looked like a carbon co- copy of the previous game. And if they could consistently get scoring from those two guys, then the Warriors really have something going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I'm telling you, Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole to one, for real. They went through all these molders, all these Lees to get to him. Um, all these Pascals. <laughs> Well, let's not talk about oh, it. Well, oh, they said Pascal coming back Friday. Fuck no. Why? <laughs> anyway. Well, hey, man, he missed a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, but what's happening, and one of the things that's actually been helping them a lot and pool a lot, is that Draymond's out there more with the bench, a little bit more. He's out there sometimes with them that can help them out a little bit. Now, JTA, but had again, he's doing the mini Draymond thing, I'm trying to tell y'all. Six assists, five rebounds. He even, he was out there with Steph for a little bit, 
And he even did the straight Draymond shit. He did that fake pass, push the ball up, dunk. You know what I mean? So he learned, he's learning all the moves. He sees where – he sees, nah, he can't be the corner shooter. He could be. That's not his role. His role is to be backup Draymond. He's going to be smaller, undersized, physical, and he can pass. And that honestly is the role that really works for them and for this team. You saw him a plus nine out there. Now, early in the game, like you said, Darnell, they had the lead early. That's because Jay Crowder came out there and he had five for five from three. Um, I was watching, I was telling them, I was like, yo, Jay Crowder's a miss. And he's like, of course they can't. I was like, uh, not quite like this. And he went out there and he just, he just started off nuts, but obviously he cooled down. They stopped getting in the ball a little bit because they kind of had to. He had a huge three late. He was trying to keep him in the game, too. Um, I think he scored their last points, if I remember correctly, to make it like 118, 116, but couldn't quite get it done. And I mean, by the way, Bridges wasn't on Wiggins. He was actually on Curry. Did a great job on him. Curry was on the second day of back-to-back. Another team just wouldn't let him shoot open shots. He had a couple, but he, you know, missed he exhausted out there. Um, so they needed Wiggins. And I think Wiggins either had Booker or Chris Paul on Chris Paul is too short. Booker just not good enough. And he was just abusing them, which is what he has to do. They're just going to put, you know, a forward on him. You got to abuse that guy. He did just that. Um, Triple-double from Draymond. Very good game. And I, you know what, man? They helped him out today. They helped him out great. Everyone around Steph was great. That's all you can say. And they needed to be against the number two seed. And now we look at him, and they've beaten the number one and number two seeds in the West. And we already know that those teams can't beat the Lakers. So I have an interesting question for you guys. All right. And the question is, Darnell, we're going to start with you. Okay. You both won or none of these top two seeds in the West make it out of the first round? I think one. All right. You know, which one? I'm going to go with Utah. Just because I think they practice a little easier. Just because they don't play the Lakers? That... Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Dom, how about you? <clears throat> I don't think the Warriors are going to make it. So, I think that um, – I, I think the Jazz should be cool. But the Suns now it's over. <laughs> Good game, y'all. Nice try. You don't think the Warriors are going to make it? I think it's weird. They're they're good against they're good against higher end teams. They can beat all the good teams. They really struggle against these against a Memphis and a and a and a Spurs. Like Spurs, obviously because of coaching, because of Popovich, but for Memphis. There's just too many people on Memphis that can do something for the Warriors to hang with. With, with, with like Utah, Utah is really only based upon two people. So like if, if one of them isn't scoring or even if they are scoring, you feel me? Steph's just better. But like with Golden State, there's just too many people. I mean, with, with like Memphis, there's just too many people that you have to pay attention to. And I just don't. I just don't know if they'll be able to hang with them, especially with Jaron back. I don't know how they're going to beat Memphis. Really don't. I think the best bet, the way, the only way Golden State makes it is if they beat the Lakers. To me, and I think they can beat the Lakers. 
but they would have to beat the Lakers because I don't think they can beat Memphis for real. We'll get more. Than well, they can. They, they can. can. They can. They can. I'll I'll say I don't think they will. But if Golden State makes it, I think they beat the Jazz. They're beating the Grizzlies. I believe in them beating the Grizzlies. Sorry. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> they're playing. They're playing so well right now. Askel about to come right back, bro. I gotta see. I gotta see them win with him. Cali's still not there, and Pascal coming right back about to run into people. He could just not play, but you know, damn it, whatever. Um, other thing is, it's very possible Lakers don't get the seven seed. Am I very possible? I mean, likely. But again, break more of that down later for you guys. Um, so Darnell, let's go back to the Monday games. What did you see? From the league, yeah, the Pacers actually got a win. It wasn't Wonder a what. spectacular win at all, but it was against you know obviously against the Cavs, and it was this Keelan Martin off the bench. He was eleven of sixteen overall, twenty five points, twenty one, twenty and nine from Sabonis. Karis LeVert had twenty and ten, and for the Cavs, it was just honestly it was Isaac Okoro. And Colin Sexton and Dean Wade, and they play eight players. Most of them are have G League experience, so that shows you it's the state of the team. And the Pacers, I don't know. I don't know the state of the Pacers. Like, I don't know if they move on from, you know, Miles Turner in the offseason or how that plays out, but it was a pretty boring game to watch, but I did watch it. Anybody have thoughts? No. The, the one. Okay. The one, the one, oh yeah, I, I got, the one to move on from is not Miles Turner. The one to move on from is Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon really, Lavert, Lavert and Sabonis cool with each other. They've been, they've been mm-hmm. feeding off each other fine. Brogdon the problem. Brogdon even got to come off the bench. Or he got to go. I think that's where I think that's the state of the Pacers. They got to make a decision on him. Keep Miles Turner. Though. Miles Turner is the defense. Brogdon, right. trade versus defenders. Not mad at that. And speaking of Memphis, Memphis defeated New Orleans 115-110. Memphis was led by Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks had 20, let's see, 23 points on 9 of 21 shooting. John Morant with 12 and 12, 20 from Valentinus with 11 rebounds. 12 and 12? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 12 and 12 from Ja. 14 from Kyle Anderson. Jaron Jackson in the starting lineup, surprisingly, played 27 minutes. So, looks like his minutes are increasing. He had 12.7 rebounds and minus nine. And for the Pelicans, pretty much balanced scoring all around. Everybody that played Outside of Iwundu, almost were in double digits. Gabriel and Lewis off the bench with eight. Everybody else in double digits. Nobody over 18 as Nikhil Alexander paced the team in scoring. Anybody with thoughts? I don't know why it took him so long to play Wayne Gabriel. That's my only thought. Been there the whole time. Yeah. Would have been an <clears throat> The team, this, I don't want to say it's either of their faults, but – 
the team really has been looking like they've been they've just been flowing together better without Zion and Ingram out there. You don't want to say I'll tell you whose fault it is. You know you know whose fault it is. It's been yeah. hey man, since both of them left, though. That's the thing. Ever since both of them left, that's when the off like they've been they've been clicking together a lot more recently. It's not just Ingram. It's because it's not that like Zion's obviously a, the best scorer, but his deep, but his lack of defense really does harm them. For 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 you know, they like I, I guess the fifteen. What? I'm just saying, bro. They be in they be in these games. They be in these games right now. You're replacing twos for threes, bro. Like they let up their average on defense, <laughs> so. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Twos for threes. I ain't saying it's Zion's fault. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. It's just something. It's just something I'm seeing. They're, they they look a little more competitive recently. <clears throat> Portland pulled out a 140-129 victory over the Houston Rockets. Portland was led by Damian Lillard. Obviously, Damian Lillard had 34 points, nine rebounds, six assists, 28, seven assists for CJ McCollum. Norman Powell, 28 points, nine of 17 from the field, 22 from Nurkic, also 11 off the bench from Derrick Jones Jr. And for the Rockets, 21, eight rebounds, six assists for Kelly Olenek, 21 for DJ Augustine, Kyrie Thomas, Amari Brooks both off the bench with 18, 15, 9, and 4 for Kenyon Martin Jr., Jason Tate with 12, 7, and 8. Obviously, the Rockets don't have any resemblance of what they thought they would. <laughs> so I'm actually surprised that the game was even this close. But Portland, they don't play a lot of defense either. But they did score 50 first quarter points, so that helps a lot. And – they got it done against the worst team in the league, so that's why. Man, do I know? Got the Rockets. Next game, burying the lead here. <clears throat> San Antonio, one forty-six over Milwaukee Bucks, one twenty-five. The Milwaukee Bucks was led by Giannis Antetokounmpo with 28 points, even though he was a minus 22 with three rebounds, four assists, <laughs> minus 20 from Dante DiVincenzo as well, 20 points for Drew Holiday, 23 for Middleton. And the San Antonio Spurs were led by DeMar DeRozan with 23, 21 from Deshante Murray, 20 from Keldon Johnson, 20 from Patty Mills, 19 from Rudy Gay, hey. 19, from, <laughs> 19 from Lonnie Walker as well. <laughs> Bro, y'all couldn't guard nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Damn. Yo, how everybody get 20? I don't know. I was trying to watch it, remember? I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, I'm sorry I wanted to watch Westbrook versus the fucking Hawks. My bad. Apology not accepted. I wanted to watch the greatest coach of all time be a wizard. I saw it coming. No, I was trying to watch the Wizards be a wizard. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I mean everyone scored. I don't the Bucks didn't even play bad. The Ben's gonna shoot 60%. 
And 58% from three. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe they played bad on defense. I had no had to play awful on defense. Not all of them scored 20. Bro, six people scored 20. Pop could have been called. Pop could have been dialing them up. <laughs> dialing six them up. Six people scored 20. Dialing. That that the the box one playing OD has. Jacob Pertle plus twenty seven. Uh, Jacob Pertle plus twenty seven nine points ten rebounds eight assists. Dying man. Well, about six people scored twenty. Yeah, it would have been cool to six. watch. Anyway, <clears throat> Dom, what are your thoughts on the Tuesday games? Mad. <laughs> about what? Just go ahead. What are your thoughts about the Tuesday games? Minnesota beats um, Detroit 119 to 100. Um, Minnesota now is 22 and well, excuse me. Minnesota is now 22 and 47. They have four teams behind them. Well, five teams behind them. They have the Thunder behind them. They have the Rockets behind them. The Magic, the Cavs, and the um, Pistons all behind them. I was saying it while it was happening. I was like, they're going to play their way out of that draft pick. And lo and behold, they played the fuck out of that draft pick. And, yeah, so bad job for them. Um, Let's see. Denver beat Charlotte 117 to 112. Michael Porter had 30. Jokic had 30. Um, Then for Charlotte. Terry Rozier had 21, and LaMelo Ball only had five. So, you know, if LaMelo Ball is not there scoring, then that's going to harm the offense for the most part. So, y'all got Devontae Graham had 31. Devontae Graham had 31. I even peep. Damn, good job, Devontae. Cody Zeller had 15 at time. Yeah, the bench came alive. I mean, they just didn't have the two best players out there, and Jokic and, you know, Michael Porter were. Aaron Gordon came came out there with 17 as well. He hasn't been scoring a lot for them recently, so the fact that he was able to. Um, y'all got anything for any of those two for either of those two games? No. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing about Aaron Gordon. This is one of the first times where he's had, you know, high teams scoring, and it's a good sign for them because they're gonna need it in the playoffs because it's a lot of pressure on Porter and Jokic right now. Yeah. Um so Miami beats Boston again, 129 to 121. And again, Boston was getting fucked up. And again, they almost came back. This, But again, Jimmy didn't let them. So it was basically just a repeat. Uh, uh, well, Jimmy wasn't even there in the, in the second half of this game. But um, it was it was Duncan. It was Duncan and Bam and, and Tyler out there. Tyler came out there with 24. Bam had 22. Duncan had 22. And Kendrick had 18, so, you know, they has got some bounce going from everybody. Obviously, um, Jalen Brown, he's out for the rest of the season. The, the Celtics made a damn near RIP post about it when they, when, they, when they were saying that he was out. I was like, damn, didn't he die? <laughs> like, he posted that shit like an obituary. But, yeah, Jalen Brown going to be out. I was like, bro, what the <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Jalen Brown going to be out for the rest of the playoffs. And, you know, the Celtics fans are like, damn, our season's over now. I'm like, yo, y'all know y'all were the seventh seed <laughs> while he was still healthy, right? <laughs> they, don't, they don't know that. 
<laughs> honestly, honestly, it's a blessing. It almost, it's a kind of silver lining for them because now they have a built-in excuse if they flame out wait, wait, wait. in the playoffs. Who's, who's them? <laughs> you said who was them? Yeah, like when you said it's a blessing for them. Be for specific. the Celtics, because specifically Ooh. Danny Ainge, because now he doesn't have to make a move at head coach. <laughs> That's the answer. That's the answer, answer was, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> little bro, silver lining for the for the Celtics. Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge had niggas fooled, bro. He really finessed a couple of dumb teams. Yeah, a move a move head coach. He he might get moved. He might have gotten moved. Jalen didn't get hurt. He still might. <clears throat> nah, they not. Nah, they not removing Brad Stevens. They not doing that. I think they should. I don't think they will either. I'm I was saying Danny is the problem here. Danny Ainge is the problem. You you the the team is built bad, bro. They 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 are trying. They do be trying. But again, Danny Ainge only look for. Danny Ainge only trade for people if it's gonna be a fucking massacre. If it's just a regular trade, then he's not gonna do it. <laughs> like if, if like he traded the two seconds for Fournier and and it's been working recently. But you feel me? It's like the only moves he makes, unless it's just like a dumbass trade where you're like, oh, I can finesse them. He's not gonna make any moves for real. So. I mean, sometimes you got to take risks, and he doesn't take risks. So, One thing real quick up. about this game. Um, so you guys always wonder, uh, you're all scared of the heat, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't want them to be the 4-5, and I figured out why. Exactly. Obviously, it's Jimmy, whatever. Obviously, it's Jimmy, and obviously, you know, it's just, you know, coaching, sports, blah, blah, blah. But really right now, man, it's Tyler Hero. He's back. I see it. He's ready. So fuck this regular season shit. And as we get closer to the playoffs, he's been snapping more and more. He's right there. He's been going crazy. And I want no parts of them because they look exactly the same like last year because they've replaced Crowder with Ariza, who good enough. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, the, that was the big thing. Ariza's been a blessing for them. Yep. Ariza's been everything. And Kendrick Nunn is actually a point guard now. So they can just put Dragic in here, here on the bench and be completely fine. Um, you got this. one assist, but I hear you. Hey, man. <laughs> Sometimes it's about not fucking up. All it did, all it did was it made it made Iggy a little less important. That's all they needed throughout the whole season. Yep. Because damn it, if motherfucker, I mean Iggy, I guess better than more heartless. <laughs> I think, I think he's better than Mel Harkless. Tyler been snapping recently. He went ten of fifteen this game. He's been going off yeah. twenty eight couple games ago. He's going crazy. He didn't have Jimmy like you said for down the stretch. Duncan, he looks like a more complete player too. He's dribbling. He's taking me. Yeah. He can pass. Still getting abused. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay because here's the thing. Someone still – I think – I actually think for the Heat, the worst matchup they could have is the Hawks because they all could abuse Duncan. I don't think the Knicks could. And I 
the Bucks would have to find him. But the Hawks would just pass the Bucks. Honestly. I mean, Brooklyn right there. <laughs> Brooklyn's they're right not going to I don't think they're going to I think Brooklyn about to get the second seed. I think they're up a game and a half, and it's like two games. Milwaukee left. did. Milwaukee did just sit there and lose to the <laughs> lose to the Spurs for no reason. So there's a reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, the reason that I've, that I've been saying from the start. That's <laughs> Jay, man. These niggas, these niggas said, "Fuck that shit, bro. We don't need. We I don't mean, need the really expectations." Really, they really fucked up though, because they really might play the Heat, and it don't matter. Yeah. I mean, they could have. The Celtics would have been great. They'd have got to the second round again. <laughs> no, nah, nah, you said Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn looked them in their eyes. <laughs> Saw Jalen Brown was done. They were like, "Well, man." That's the problem, gone. <laughs> yep. Let's just recover in this earth now. But go ahead. Um, let me see. The Clippers beat the Raptors on fifteen ninety six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm happy. I want us to lose. We're out the. We're out the play. We're already out the playoffs and shit. I'm watching Minnesota fuck themselves up. Toronto's Toronto's sitting there. They're resting everybody. They're okay with it. Chicago can win a few more games, honestly. Go ahead. Keep fucking yourselves up. The rap the Raptors are the next lowest seed right after the right after the Timberwolves, too. They got five more wins. And they're the next lowest. So bet. We're gonna get a top ten pick for the first time in like ten years. Let's go. Um Brooklyn beat Chicago on 115-107. I mean Chicago wasn't gonna beat them. Uh, Indiana beat Philly one hundred three to ninety four. Yep. Um, Joel Embiid did not play, and as always, even when he's there or not, Philadelphia folded down the stretch because they always do. I'm gonna just point this out that the Cavs lost by nine against the Pacers, and Joel Embiidless Sixers team lost by nine against the Pacers. So that pretty much tells you that without Joel Embiid, the Pacers or I mean the Sixers are the Cavs. But without Ben, but without Ben Simmons, the Sixers are the Cavs. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> they need they need both of them to not be the Cavs. <laughs> oh my god! And again, Karis Levert, twenty four points. Sabonis, sixteen, thirteen, and fifteen. Man, get 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 Brogdon out of there, bro. Don't be here. That's my only output from this. D- Doug McDermott, twenty points. They might, they might trade TJ. They might should trade TJ as well. Karras is better than all of them. Sabonis yeah, and Karras really are the. Sabonis and Karras are the ones to keep for real. Karras wants to stay there. I don't know. That should that should saved his life, bro. He he forever grateful. That trade saved his literal life. <laughs> it really did, bro. Like he forever yeah. grateful. He, yeah. he cool. He cool there. Um, Memphis beat Dallas one hundred thirty three to one hundred and four. So, hey man, Memphis as good as Golden State's looking, they're beating a bunch of good teams. But Memphis is Memphis is sticking sticking right up there with them, bro. Memphis just beat the Zionless Pelicans by five. Not beating a bunch of good teams. All right. Okay. 
I'm saying Memphis is somebody to look at, bro. That's all I'm saying. Jaron didn't even play this game. They're, they're, I wouldn't sleep on them. They can do it. I think they'll beat the Spurs, but they might fuck around and get the eighth seed. It depends on who they both play. I don't know who the Warriors and the play and the, and the Grizzlies play for the rest of the uh, season. I guess I could check, but yeah, I guess you could. See. Guess I could check real quick. So let's see. Memphis plays Sacramento. That should be a dub. Memphis plays Sacramento again. That should be a dub. Golden State plays New Orleans. Should be a dub for Golden State. But Pascal's coming back that game, so. <laughs> God. We see um, Golden State plays Memphis. Oh, Golden State and Memphis play on Sunday. Oh, shit. Wow. That's going to be that's 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 a big game right there. That's the last game of the season too. Oh shit! <laughs> so that game's gonna say a lot. So you feel me? Um, Milwaukee beat Orlando 114-102. I mean, even though they lost to the Spurs, even though they got fucked up by the Spurs, I mean, they were just like, "Fuck it, we can win this one. Why not?" Um, we already talked about Phoenix going to state. OKC. Lost to Sacramento 122 to 106, even though Sacramento asked. I mean, they're not as ass as OKC. You know, OKC is trying their hardest to be ass, pulling out all the stops. They and said they said Shea was out. They said Shea was out for like for like two weeks. I think he ain't play again. <laughs> oh, he never was. They had they had to lie real quick. <laughs> he stalled the plan. Yeah, they following that shit hard. But they trying to get a top three pick. This bitch. Yeah, they right there. Hey man, they found they found they found like four Hall of Famers in the draft, bro. So for real, they see somebody they they like KD. Yeah, they really found KD, Russ, and Harden, and Serge. They found four Hall of Famers in the draft. Um, they made it to one finals. <laughs> they, they did make it their own finals. Here's the thing: can't control people's personalities. You you can you can see the talent, but you can't do the personality. Now the Harden trade, obviously, we all agree that was dumb. But I mean, you can't control what Katie what Katie became. You can't control Russ and his you feel me his stubbornness, his previous stubbornness, at least. I don't know if he's still the same way, but at least at that point, that was a stubborn ass nigga. So, <laughs> hey man, if the Thunder's best player, best players ever went back, they could do it. Sometimes this team just needs their goats to come back real quick, save the franchise. Hey man. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, the dif- well, the difference is none of them are from OKC, as opposed to one of them being from where from Cleveland. <laughs> I think you're underestimating how weird Kevin Durant is. He's not that ever would, going back to OKC, bro. That would, that would have to depend on Russ, Russ, Kevin, and Harden, though. Russ is in. Oh, no, no, no. Russ goes, he's not. He already, made, he already made OKC in Brooklyn. He took everybody there already. Hey, man, Kyrie mm-hmm. retires. 
At this point, how long is if Serge and Kyrie, if Serge and Kawhi didn't become best friends, then you feel me? Serge would be in Serge would be in Brooklyn right now. If Serge and if Serge and Kawhi didn't become best friends, it's crazy. Really sleeping on, really not giving the Thunder any hope. No, they have hope because they have the hope is the future. Hope is the fifty the fifty draft picks they have in, in five years. Hey man, draft the right guy and he might come back. That makes a couple all star games. Honestly, honestly, the Thunder, no, the Thunder, in their perfect scenario, they get two top five picks, and they land they land Kay Cunningham. He played at Oklahoma, so it'll be not that he's from Texas, but it won't be a homegrown player, but it'll be close enough. So that's their whole yeah. ideal situation. Well, Houston is right here, actually in yeah. Texas. <laughs> So. Yeah, but we don't want anyone <laughs> to go to Houston. Hey, man, Kevin Kevin Porter been living in Houston, man. He's been doing this thing. Bad things happen in Houston, clearly. Yeah, bad bad organizational structures. Yeah, crazy in Houston. Yeah. All right, so we're at that point of the podcast. Let's look at the Eastern Conference. Anything you guys are seeing out of here, uh, start with Darnell. Um, like you said, I was talking about the Knicks and the Hawks in that first round, and potentially it could be the Miami Heat against the against the, the Hawks, and we might have to see the Milwaukee Bucks play the New York Knicks. So I think the New York Knicks-Milwaukee Bucks will definitely be a primetime game. Hawks and Heat honestly could be NBA TV. And Celtics Nets, that'll be a primetime game just because well, those are two. Oh, because of the Nets. I got you. Yeah, it's the Nets. It's the Nets. You're not gonna put the Nets on BTV. And that's um, all I got. Nothing really. You can't prime. That. You can't prime this nigga up to be the next best player in the league just just to put him on NBA TV, bro. He's, he's gonna make the he's gonna make the conference finals two times already. You can't just prime that nigga up to be the best player in the league. Oh, you think they want to hide it from the world that they yeah. that they really do suck? Yes, I do. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Been doing it all year, and now the injury means they can do it a little longer. That is exactly the plan. That's how they gonna keep their jobs. They can't be geniuses if they suck. What did they? I'm so confused, bro. What did they do that really that really earned them all this love from the NBA? They won. They won championships in the '80s, bro. They won championships in the '60s and the '80s. They, they, had they won like win. three. They won three. They won three in the '80s, and they won one like 15 years ago. Yeah, they won one in 2008. Their whole identity is tied to like 50 years ago. <laughs> like they're every like Bill Russell and all of them. They really made sure Boston is set for life. That's crazy. Yeah, but um, but Boston, right Boston now, is a major market though. I, I 
It's thanks. It's thanks to Bill Russell and Tom Brady. <laughs> That's really, not a really Red Sox are pretty big, bro. I think uh, I don't know. No, the Red Sox. Sorry, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I forgot about. Bruins are a top sport for hockey team thing. too. Boston's a big market. Boston's a big sports market. It's it really a big sports market. market. Yeah, huge. Even other races. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um. Charlotte and Indiana are tied for eighth and ninth, so it looks like Indiana probably gonna wind up <laughs> making the playoffs. Uh, well, at least they're gonna they probably gonna wind up being the eighth seed. So it's probably gonna be Boston, Indiana, Charlotte, Washington. Um, Washington should be Charlotte as long as Bill's back. I don't think Russ, even if he's not that, I don't I don't think Russ gonna lose to Charlotte for real. So um, that's that's the bottom of the standings. Um, there's not nothing crazy. Like I said, um, Toronto's Toronto's like twenty seven forty two, and the next seed right under them is you know twenty two and forty seven. So you know we, we good. We got that top ten. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. No cap. I have in front of me this. So as we talked about the four, five, and six seed, how they're all very jumbled up. I have in front of me the three final games for all these teams. Um, for the Knicks, they play the Spurs, Hornets. Celtics, for the Hawks, okay. play the Wizards, Magic, and Rockets. Damn. Right? <laughs> Damn it. Like they got a clear kind of four-seed look. And for the Heat, they played the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Pistons. Damn. Damn, Miami. Yep. Like the fight for that. Like, I mean, the Bucks. The, here's the thing: the Bucks gonna let them win. They got to. They gotta let Miami win. Oh yeah. But the Sixers gotta beat Miami, and that's what it's gonna come down to. <laughs> it's really Joel playing. I don't know because they lost to the Pacers. They still need one win to clinch the first seed. My guess is – I don't know what they're going to do. Joel doesn't play. The Heat might just sweep those last three, get right up to that five seed. Because I just think that the Knicks – can the, it's really going to be can the Spurs beat the Knicks. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, the, the, Knicks have, the Knicks have the iffiest schedule of them all, honestly. Yeah. Just because Boston – might try. Well, if Boston's in the seven, they, they, I don't know. I'm not actually sure. Boston going to try. The culture, bro. True. So. They always going to try. It's not good enough, but they always going to try. I mean, I don't know if they're going to play people. So I mean, might try. There would be kind of no point. Well, they're three games back in the six, and then the two up of the eight. So. It, it literally might mean nothing to them come that day. And you know the Knicks are going to play their dudes 40 minutes. Yeah. No matter. Yeah. They're going to play their five-time injured fucking <laughs> 33-year-old. And he carrying. He is carrying, but damn. Told you. I, 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 I definitely told Domus. I don't know if I said this on air or not or no, but – Hey, man, for them to win a series, 
Mm-hmm. Any series, D-Rose has to average 30. And, and you know, if they, if they beat any of these teams, fuck it. He can get in the Hall of Fame. I don't care. But he's got to do it. And they know he's got to do it. That's why they keep putting up for Peyton out there for 20 minutes. Just trying to buy time. Try to buy my man some legs. And they know. <laughs> they see it now. They, they watch the Lakers. The Clippers kind of have trying. The Lakers, you know, no, no Lion King out there. No Schroeder. No guards. Still had to play that man every minute. Every minute they could. Every minute since he got on the court, he did not leave. And they also watched themselves against the Nuggets and the Suns. Not score. They can't score on them. The only chance they have is if Vero scores 30. And then they got to hold the other team like 105. Good luck. Good luck with that plan. <laughs> Sounds familiar, yeah. right? <laughs> I hope I hope they'll have, I hope they'll have to play the Bucks in the first round. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, man. The, Bucks, the Bucks are fighting to play the Knicks right now, bro. <laughs> They're going to they gonna straight set everybody against the Heat saying, go ahead, please win. Please get the fuck up out of here. I don't know if they love playing the Hawks. But the Knicks? The Knicks? Oh, please. Stick Giannis right on Julius. See you. Deuces. Drew right on Derek. That's the game. <laughs> might not score 90 on them. Oh, yeah, that's a bad matchup for the Knicks. It's going to be real. They're all bad matchups. I was about to, I was about to say. I mean, I'm just saying, like, league. specifically, yeah. that one is like. I think the Bucks are the worst matchup, yeah. I, think, I mean, the Hawks are right there. Fair. Actually, the Hawks. Nah, the Hawks, the Hawks, the Hawks might be. Might be if the Hawks are just going to shoot threes. All they're gonna do is shoot fucking threes. Yeah, I think the Knicks will get bounced on first. Oh, absolutely. Damn, who, who the fuck can they play? Nobody. And win. The answer was the Celtics. <laughs> they, <laughs> that was yeah. The Celtics. The Celtics were the, the Celtics were the only one. Yeah. Just let the Celtics beat themselves real quick. <laughs> yep. Just annoy them. Let them shoot a bunch of jumpers that are contested. Because you're going to be there. And then just Julius just got to eat on, you know, Grant. Got to eat on Grant. No, not, not Grant. Who else would they put on him? Tristan? Damn. You got to put Marcus on Derek, so. Exactly. I don't think Marcus on him, but. If they, if they end up doing what they got to do in the playoffs, is just starting there. My man's going to have to bite the bullet on this one. Say, so you know what, Derek? You got to play 44 for me. Damn. <laughs> going to have to have <laughs> Derek going to be like, I got you, coach. <laughs> unless. Unless. There's, there's one. It's unless quickly. Quickly has to be great. That's the only that's the only way Derrick Rose can sit on the bench. Derrick Rose still has to score 30, but he can sit on the bench a little bit if quickly comes out there. Because Alfred Payne just can't play. He can't play. They're gonna play him for like a game or two and be like, you know what, bro? We can't lose playoff games because this dude sucks. Which is not gonna be the reason they lose, but it is gonna happen. I actually think 
do you think RJ could abuse Duncan? Yes. I don't know. I'll, I, yeah, I, I count more with Dom on this one. I think he abusing everybody. Look at some, look at some open shots. He can, Either he got average. I mean, he can get like thirty. Hmm? He got average twenty. <clears throat> I think he can average twenty. Him. I don't see that. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. I'll have, I'll have this RJ Barrett faith. Nah. Not a big RJ Barrett guy, huh? I watched him last night. I don't have RJ Barrett faith. Watch the college. I'm a Cam Reddish guy. I'm not an RJ Barrett guy. I'll flat out say it right now. Watch, watch him. Watch him. Watch him have the greatest player of all time right next to him, <laughs> and say it's my time to shine. Yep. That's, that's what you call a selfish player, right there. <laughs> to be fair, he's not selfish anymore. RJ Barrett was the more. The more what? He's the more highly decorated player coming out there. Yeah. Huh? It don't I don't care who was more highly decorated. Everybody knew <laughs> Zion was better since fucking elementary school. <laughs> no, I'm talking about in high. They say somewhere in Madison Square Garden, Darnell is still arguing that RJ Barrett was a more celebrated player than Zion Williamson. Man, if y'all remember back when Zion was coming out of college, Zion was the third ranked, third or fourth ranked prospect coming in. He so wasn't number school? one. Going in, coming, I'm going to talk about college from college to, yeah, from college to, uh, no, from high school to college. Yeah. After his senior year, he wasn't the number one overall. It was RJ Barrett. See, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? What may be. I've been hearing about Zion Williamson since he was like ten. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, and they've been and they were comparing him to LeBron James since he was like ten. So RJ Barrett could have been, you know, a, a little blip on the radar. They might be like, hey, this RJ Barrett cool. This little RJ Barrett kid, he's cool. He's a good player. He was never that. <laughs> he was never going to be that. If they was going to talk about the nigga since he's in, like, fifth grade. I have been seeing Zion highlights for a while. Never saw a high school R.J. Barrett. Now, I don't keep it, I don't keep his, you know, up with it as much, but still. I was watching this. Exactly. Zion. You don't keep Zion. up with it. You don't keep up with it. And you knew who Zion was since he was, like, 10. That's Not even low key. I just saw the highlights. I don't even remember how or why. But I saw him and I was like, oh, I see. It's because it was, who is this kid that just looks like a monster? Yeah. Monkey <laughs> yeah. Monkey. Exactly. He's one of the greatest players then, of all time, of course. And then and then and then Arch and then RJ Bears a little blip on the radar for one for a junior and senior year of high school. Now, like, hey, he might be better than Zion. No, he's not, bro. Relax. <laughs> Honestly, Cam was higher than Zion too. I bet he was. <laughs> I bet he was. Yeah, but Cam at least never knew. mattered. Cam was the most. Cam was more important to me than RJ because he at least knew who was better, and he would go right in there and fill his role. Well, he's talking about high school. I know what he's talking about, and I'm talking about when they got to Duke. That's the whole issue. This whole thing. Yeah. Cam knew his role just like he knows with the Hawks when he's healthy. 
He knows his role. He knows the out of it. He can be better than his role. RJ just can't reach the expectations of his role. He's, he's better on the Knicks, obviously, than the Cubs. But, I mean, one thing about these Duke forwards, man, they all shoot. They yeah. all come out there and they just be shooting. So Yeah. Coach K just be putting that shit in their head. Shoot the ball. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead, RJ. <laughs> nigga, Jason took that to the to the absolute core. Yeah, hey, that nigga Ingram, that nigga Ingram did too though. That's the thing. Ingram, oh yeah, they call him KD. <laughs> Not KD. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the highest of praise right there. <laughs> there was, do you remember the discussion, man? This was more of a discussion than should Tatum go first. They were saying Brandon Ingram or Ben Simmons. I remember that. Yep. I don't know. They might. They, maybe you should take Brandon Ingram first. It's like, fuck no. What? <laughs> Ingram has high KD possibility. Could get you 30 a game. Get the hell out of my face. That's hey, man. Sure. He gets you 24 a game now. Yeah. 24 ain't 30, but 24 cool. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, let's go to the Western Conference. Anything you guys are seeing from the standings in the West right now? Jazz still leading it, holding on. Um, Dom, any thoughts on the Western Conference standings? I don't know. I don't know how this. I don't know how this eight and nine gonna wind up. I really don't. I have no idea. I think. I think Portland. Dallas really, Dallas really folded. I know Chris Tapps ain't been there, and they pretty bad without him. But damn, Dallas, Dallas kind of—they're right there. And if the Lakers just got easy games left, they could be the ones that wind up playing either Memphis or, or Golden State in the AC. So it's going to be the the four through, yeah, five through five through nine looking kind of crazy right now for real. That's my away from it. Actually, darn now, what are your thoughts? I think the East, I mean, not the East, but I think the West, the top is pretty much solidified. We know it's going to be Utah. We know it's going to be Phoenix. We know it's going to be the Clippers. But it's going to be interesting. Well, we know it's going to be the Nuggets, honestly, four. But like Dob said, that five through nine is where it can be a little bit of movement. And depending on who well, plays the well. the Clippers can switch. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. But – yeah, that's a good point. So it's a lot of intrigue about as far as the matchups because it's a tough road for depending on who gets in because of obviously the Warriors and Lakers. So nothing really stands out as far as the standings, but we're going to be watching because we need to know who plays who and it's going to be interesting matchups coming ahead. I'm going to make the biggest, I think the biggest, the biggest, uh, Highlight of this of this of this standings too. It's that Portland is forty and twenty nine. That man's house. That man's house is. That man's house is two wins away. All you need to go is <laughs> two and one. Save that man's house. So you feel me? They are right this there. Is, I think Portland got back to back games against. I already play Phoenix. They might play Utah or something crazy. They play Utah, Phoenix, and Denver. Yep. Yeah. My prediction. Portland ends up at this. Now, 
They do hold a tiebreaker over the Lakers. Both of them and the Mavs do. Found that out last night. Don't know how that happened, but anyway, um, they do. So with that being the case, and they're both a game up, my prediction, the Lakers don't lose again. They play the Rockets, the Pacers. I forget who they play last. Maybe the Pelicans? I forget who. The Mavs play the Pelicans, the Raptors, and the Timberwolves. They're not going to lose any of those games. And Portland, like you said, plays the Jazz, Suns, Nuggets. Portland winning too, bro. They're not. Lillard Lillard not making that man go homeless. I disagree. My man gonna be on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much of a dickhead he would look like if they went forty-one and thirty-one? He'd look like a loyal dickhead. And the other thing, oh, you gotta be. Yep. The other thing about it, bro, the Jazz and the Suns. I don't think they gonna lose again. To like the same dude. That's the big thing. I think they're gonna be a little mad, little bit. It's gotta be a little upset. They gotta do it for the pride. Plus, you gotta remember the first seed is still on the line, at least for Utah. Does, and they play does Utah. Devin care? Does Devin care at all? Devin scored thirty four. Is Devin gonna be? Is that what he's gonna be? Devin was pretty mad last night. Not gonna lie. He's getting chippy. Actually, I'll the Warriors come back in the game because he's like, there's a lot going on in that second quarter. There's a lot, a lot of little things. Um, but you know how Devin be. And this game, he's a little chippy. He got mad someone pushed him, something. I don't know. But he oh, got yeah, hit. All right. Yeah. And then after <laughs> halftime, he came out there crazy. Sound just like Devin. Nope. Yo, why the fuck? Y'all niggas double teaming me. Nah, it was someone, nah, it was someone pushed him on a rebound. And then I think it was Bazemore. Bazemore got the rebound and then got slapped by Crowder. And then Booker came back. He was yelling at people. Steph was like, bro, what? Talking back. Bill said, Bill said that shit was for me, nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm setting it up. I see it now. Anyway. But, yeah, I just think, I think that's what's going to happen here. And – Hey, man, we get it tonight, 9.30, Jazz Blazers. Don't try to watch them. We're going to be at an event, but the event has a TV. We found it last time. We just need to turn that TV on in game time so I can watch it. Watch it while I dance. Keep peeking at the score. I might sit there if it's close. I don't care what's going on in the club. Smack gonna sit right there, watch the end of that game. Tell everybody and watch and watch full time. <laughs> Got to watch Mr. Watch. If, if Steph is gonna <laughs> beat him, bro. If Steph beats him, they ain't gotta beat him. But I just don't think he's gonna beat him. Mr. Nice Watch. <laughs> Mr. Nice Watch. <laughs> Mr. Rolex. <laughs> And with Lakers playing the Rockets and them playing the Jazz, if Portland loses this one, Lakers win, it could be tied. If Portland loses tomorrow against the Suns, number two seed could be 
seven. And then we will get what we've been looking for this whole time. But, hey, man, only time. He's not letting that man lose his house, bro. Oh, he's losing his fucking house. <laughs> Vegas never loses. About to get the deed to that. About to get the deed to that. I put my apartment right now on the line. <laughs> that thing cannot lose his house. I mean, you can do that since we're moving soon anyway. It's not the same <laughs> as, a whole, as a whole deed. To Put my apartment on the line today. Dom, right now. Dom, right now. I'll bet you $10 they don't win two out of these next three. Right now. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. It's hot. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo, let's go. You listen. Go, I'm really, I'm really putting faith in the nigger. I, <laughs> I, I said from the start of the season that I didn't think would make the playoffs. Like, like you don't know that nigga be losing people money. Lost Chuck a bunch of money. About to lose his house. About to lose you $10. I appreciate it, though. I've got to get my cut. <laughs> I got, I, I, I got to do it for the podcast, bro. <laughs> It's very possible, though. If he beats the Jazz tonight, I think they're losing to the Suns regardless. The Suns are just going to play everybody. But especially if he beats the Jazz, because then the Suns could get the one seed. But it's possible. Jokic sits in that last game. Very possible. True. I think I think Lillard just wants to make it as dramatic as possible. For real. I think that's what – I think that's – I think that's real dramatic when he misses the last second shot. He can't give him a dollar. <laughs> leave his house. <laughs> Gonna be looking with the deed in hand, waiting for time. Waiting for time. <laughs> Boink. See ya. <laughs> They, de- they definitely is going one and one these last two games. <laughs> Tough yep. these next two games. Yep. Certain. Very certain of it. Jokic's probably going to <laughs> Damn, I just lost $10 because the dude sat. <laughs> but Mike Malone might just play him because fuck it. He plays him every other game. So why the hell not? We, 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 hey, man, they just watch that nigga get overworked and tear his ACL, bro. He still has played every game. He's been out there every time. And the pen, see a lot of again the Lakers. They might it, they might want to win. They might want to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. They might want to avoid the Lakers with a win. Anything can happen. A lot of variables at play. All I know is let's go Utah. <laughs> Oh, you talk, baby. So let's go, Jazz, man. And <laughs> you and Utah fan today? Absolutely. Putting your faith in Utah. Nine thirty to me. You put your faith Damn, in. Damn, these niggas home. <laughs> yup. They're both shit. home. They're both at home. Ah shit. Bro. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got to say. 
To turn from a Rolex to a motherfucking <laughs> to Michael Kors, Rolly, Rolly, Rolly. All right, darn now here it is. Who is the player of the last two day? days? Day, days, game in the last two days, coach in the last two days, dickhead of the day, and highlight of the day. So for my player last two days, I gotta go with obviously Russell Westbrook, record breaking performance, 182 triple doubles. I think it might have been a second consecutive game or like two out of three games with 20 assists. Like numbers that he's putting putting up is historic, and it's gonna be a long time until we see another Russell Westbrook uh, putting up numbers like that. That's for sure. And for my coach of the night, I'm going to just stick with Scott Brooks. I think he's been doing a good job of, you know, putting them in position to win, even though they might not always come out with victories. They're always at least in one-point games. So that's been interesting to see for the Wizards. For my game of the last two days, I'm going to go with the Lakers and the Knicks last night. The Knicks played a competitive game, but the Lakers pulled it out by – three point or two points. And for my dickhead, I got to go with Kent Bazemore, man. Like, uh, it's no way you can just go out there and take a jab at somebody just so vicious to say dudes is trying to – dudes is hurting hamstrings trying to keep up with Steph Curry. And when – especially when Bradley Bill really got hurt. Like, that's a – even – that's a good joke. Like if I was in the if I was in the media scrum, I would have laughed. But you you had to know that you would get a response for that. And he got the response of a lifetime. So I gave that to him. And for my highlight in the last two days, um, I'm gonna just say Russell Westbrook's accomplishment again. Like breaking uh Austin Robinson's hundred and eighty one triple doubles that stood for however long. And people, most people thought that that would be up there with the Will Chamberlain 100 points in a game record that no one thought would ever be broken. And that's obviously going to be the next one. So we'll see how that plays out. So that's what I got. Everybody but one man. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dom. Okay, so um, player the last two days, I'm going to give it to – let's see. I'm gonna give it to. All right, I'm gonna do coach. Coach the last two days. I'm gonna give it to Popovich for whatever the fuck that was. Having <laughs> 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 six niggas score twenty against the Bucks. I, know, I mean, I know they're not amazing at defense, damn. So I'm gonna give it to Popovich. Um, game game in the last two days. I'm gonna give it to Washington versus Atlanta, just because that shit really was crazy. That was a crazy ass game. Washington definitely was getting blown out, and man, they just came right back. And you feel me? They came back and did their thing. So you feel me? I gotta give it to them. Um, player of the last two days, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to. Um, I'm gonna give it to Sabonis, bro. Give it to Sabonis. He's been snapping recently. You know, he had he had two triple doubles himself and, and, and wins. You know, he beat the 76ers. 
beat the um beat the Cavaliers. And now they're looking right at the eighth seed. So, you know, I'm going to give it to him. Dickhead, I'm going to give it to myself for losing this money. <laughs> for no reason, just for the storyline. And because I know who Demetrius is about to give it to, as much as I would love to give it to Mr. Slowjog, <laughs> Demetrius, go ahead and go go off on Mr. Slowjog. So. And my highlight, Storm I would also coming. have to... Huh? The storm is coming. <laughs> Oh man, now a storm is coming, and then I'll, I'll ever be the same. <laughs> like the next week. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna let you handle that one. And highlight, yeah, I'm gonna just have to get a highlight to um, Bradley Beal and Ken Bazemore for you know <laughs> making Twitter active, making Twitter active <laughs> real quick. Because you feel me, Ken Bazemore again. It was a little joke. I don't think he meant it in any you know any any harm. I don't think he meant in any jest or nothing like that. He was just joking around with Bradley Beal and his wife went out there like, fuck you, nigga. You was a bitch-ass nigga. You fucking suck. Don't ever speak on my fucking name until you score more than 10 points. Even though, I mean, he did score 20 the last two games. Regardless, <laughs> don't ever speak on my fucking name. You'll never be me. You, Your career high is 32, nigga. I average 31. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I didn't know his career high was 32. This nigga averaged 31. Fuck. <laughs> average your career high, nigga. Yeah, and you a shooter. <laughs> the best, the best jokes, the best jokes cut deep, man. And you know what happened? I explained. This is why Brad, because Brad said, y'all know why I do this, and it's not for blah, 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 his approval. Like, we got you, Brad. We know what happened here. He knows. You really about to miss all the NBA teams for no reason. Um, they might just give it to Russ. <laughs> they, might, they, they really trying. Um, they might give him thirteen, but he knows he probably going. He shouldn't, but he probably going to miss them again for the second straight year, averaging thirty. And to make it worse, he can't even say he led the league in scoring both years. But you can't be mad at the dude who did it. But. He didn't, he didn't lead in either year. <laughs> Damn, he didn't. Worst part, really. He didn't do it either year. Harden did last year. Oh, man. Man, just averaging 30. Not even leading the league in scoring. That's crazy. That's really ridiculous. Damn. Damn, Brad. <laughs> but he can't be mad at Steph because Steph didn't say anything, but he got mad. He, you saw he was waiting for somebody to say something. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, he, man, just, he just wanted he just wanted his attention, bro. <laughs> he did. He said, damn, so nobody going that's what I've been saying, bro. So nobody gonna talk about this nigga at all. No. Like, like nope. the, the the team won in nine without him, but we just give it all the love to Russ. <laughs> yes. Do something. Hey man, you got a problem with it, leave. They've been trying to get you to leave for five years and you won't leave. You can stay there. And they brought the show to you. Now we got people saying, oh, man, this team, man, is nothing about Russ. Huh? Like, 
They were the same. They were better last year. They had the ninth seed. You definitely, definitely were a factor last year. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never seen a player in the ninth seed get so much love. They're still going there. And they're not the in the ninth seed. They're in the tenth seed now. Oh yeah, they are. It's because Indiana been snapping <laughs> for real. Because Bradley stopped. It's because Bradley's missed ten games. This is wouldn't be happening. But yeah. <laughs> um, my player the last two days, I'm going with I'm going with Andrew Wiggins. He had 38. Any player the last two days, and he really went crazy. Or highest other than Jordan Clarkson last two days, and he really went crazy. I mean, he snapped. He had to do it. Um, he was decent in the game against Utah. I did what he needed to do, but I mean, against the Suns, man, Steph was tired. He, you could just tell watching the game they weren't quite as fast, and he just weak. I mean, if he's just not gonna miss, hey, it is what it is. Um, coach, the last two days, I'm also gonna, gonna stay Warrior centric. I'm giving it to Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr beating the top two seeds in the Western Conference on a back to back. Um, just very impressive performance, man, out of him. He's got the rotation down, and they're forcing him to play Pascal, and you know he doesn't want to do that. He finally got JTA to be his role, to be a backup Draymond. So now he has two guys who can pass. He finally got to where there's two other guys that can shoot in Jordan Poole and Bazemore, and suddenly they've beaten the top two teams in the West. Crazy. It's all he really needed, and he, he worked all year to find it. He's putting Wiggins with the backups. So now Wiggins has a better chance to score, obviously. They lost Ubre, who's been huge for them. Actually. Then boom. Yep. And then boom. Here comes Pascal to ruin it all. <laughs> so probably play him like 10 minutes and just be like, all right, you know all this. Um, <laughs> go yeah. run head first into somebody. <laughs> Go right head first into the fucking rim and miss that bitch every play. That can't, bro. That can't be your offense, bro. It really can't. That's, bro. That can't be your offense, man. But it is, man. But it is. You know, you already know he's going out there smack running Herman Gomez or Jackson Hayes the first play, the first chance he gets. You want to look him up right at the free throw line. He'll say, I'm going to go right. I'm going to run into you. I'm going to miss this layup. I won't get a foul. <laughs> Yo, that can't be your offense, bro. <laughs> the entire basis of him being out there. Um, yeah. My game in the last two days, even though it was forced, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't watch Greg be great. Couldn't watch Popovich. Yo, fuck them. Man, man, somehow had even even if you add up all the twenties, it still makes sense how they had one forty. You really do the math. Six how, people oh, had twenties, and, uh, and then two had ten. What what what's yep. hard about the math? What they get? <laughs> Six people had twenty and two had ten. Six times twenty is one hundred and twenty. Ten times two is one forty. I wanted to see with my own eyes, and I was forced. To watch Wizards Hawks, and it was a cool ending, I guess. So this game, <laughs> the cool ending, I guess. Well, it was kind of nifty. Um, 
my highlight of last year, Dave, I'm sorry, Russ. I know you broke a record. I appreciate it. I really do. I'm sorry, Brad. Both of y'all going to get snubbed today. My last two days, I'm going to keep it. always get snubbed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so and we, fought, we fought for as hard as we could for him. We did all we needed to do for Brad. Got him right in the All-Star game. Starting. <laughs> anyway, um, my my highlight last two days really was I'm watching this game. And I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, Steph, you know, tired. Kind of soul. I can't even really say soul. He was exhausted. He's going to put the best defender and then double him all day for, like, two straight days. I feel you. Feels like feels like us at the club last two days. I know that pain. I know. Everything was hurting. I understand. But in a magical moment, I believe they were down by, I want to say, like, four or five, maybe six. Three straight possessions from the Warriors. Andrew Wiggins, a Draymond pass, hits a three. JTA hits a three. His only one of the game smacked it to tie the game. Chris Paul. Oh, you said practice. this. You said this. Oh, okay. This Phoenix. Okay. Chris Paul, corner three, hits it. They take the lead again. I'm thinking, damn, there's just no way. And then Jordan Poole hits a three to tie it. Wiggins back down the court, gets a layup. They scored on four straight possessions. None of them were Steph. It was amazing. I was like, oh, man, they're really fighting for this guy. Give Steph the MVP. <laughs> not, not, not JTA's hitting clutch shots now. He's forcing, them, he's forcing them all to do it. My man, GTA 95-4. Am I dickhead of the day? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Slow Jog. <laughs> Power walk. So it's it's on a couple of levels, right? I I I first off, he's the kid of the day for making me actually say these words. Skip Bayless is a little bit right. I know what's oh, the- <laughs> no. I just want to say I'm gonna tell you why he's wrong. <laughs> it's because I don't even have to know. I don't even have to, I'm doing this podcast show right now. I know what he's saying. I'm gonna have to watch Undisputed now because he didn't play. But I already know he's saying, and everything he's saying is right. I'm scared of the Knicks. Not, I don't think he was scared of the Knicks. Not 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 to that degree. But there's a little bit of that. But he's what he's not going to say is the LeBron supporters. If anyone blames AD for anything, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because they put him out there against the hardest working team in the league <laughs> by himself <laughs> with no guards. With no guards. <laughs> and said, good luck. Oh, and if you're ass, Twitter's going to be on your head. He told us he was playing and then didn't. <laughs> to play against the so, <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just read Skip's tweets real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm excited. Let's go. It's the moment we've been waiting for. <laughs> he said, I knew it as I predicted last week. 
No way LeBron returns to face the Knicks, who plays too hard and smart on defense. He'll play for the Rockets tomorrow night. Sound like that's exactly what he's going to do. Shrewd move king. Can't wait for tomorrow's undisputed to hear Shannon talk about his favorite target escape road on the Lakers, Kuzma, who has 18 in the first half, no Le ankle, no Dennis Domenis, and Kuz is carrying the team. Sing his praises, Le Shannon. He's right. Yeah, right. they definitely do. Be, they definitely do be on Kuzma's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Kuzma snap. Kuzma be getting it bad, man. AD snap. That's why he be having to expose them, bro. He be he be like he be like, bro, like, bro. Can we play Marcus Saul, bro? Please. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, and they, and please, they, by the can way, we stop playing Trezzy? Really quick, Frank Vogel might be one of the best coaches in the league for real because he really put Kuzma was starting. He had to put him on the bench because he knew Marcus Saul was the only dude who could pass, and that got Kuzma going because him it was like him out there and Tht. So both of them out there kind of being able to pass before, obviously. It was, that was supposed to be the rotation where Caruso got hurt. But that's why he got going in the first half. It's because he had to put him out there with ball handlers because, you know, if LeBron's not going to play and Schroeder not going to play, who else going to pass the ball? And with Caruso, they just don't respect him enough to just, like, you know what I mean? But if it's going to be Gasol and you put Harrell out there, they also put Gasol and Harrell together, which I liked. But back to this. We're off topic here. Oh, man, not – Nah, Lakers pull off another upset without LeBron, but now Anthony Davis might be hurt. He's definitely hurt. Oh, you didn't watch. Dog, he literally was like, bro, why the fuck? He hurt his groin. He hurt his groin. He out there, bro, he was out there against the hardest working team in the league. My man would try to run. In overtime. Bro, nah, you missed it. This man, Julius Randle, shot a free throw. Anthony Davis is on the other side. You know how they do that play where they throw it down the other end? Yeah. This man, Julius Randle, shot a free throw and sprinted back. Like, he ran a 4-5-40 to get back to Anthony Davis. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> he straight looked like he was at the combine. I was like, damn, I didn't really know he could run that fucking fast. <laughs> and then they tried it again later, and I think THT threw the ball to him. And Anthony Davis tried to jump between two people, got sandwiched. Dropped the ball, and then they reviewed <laughs> it. Yeah, and that's when he heard his growing right there. I was like, okay. I mean, you know, he's going to do everything. So, yes. Because LeBron wanted to, LeBron wanted to set it up to where – because he saw that Anthony Davis wasn't going to get the blame. Now he scores 36 and 40. But if they lose to the Knicks, hey, man, it's all back on him. Nope, they beat the Knicks. But it's okay because I can come back and I can beat the Rockets with no AD. He better be the first one being like, hey, D, you get to sit, bro. Just sit down. Sit down for the rest of the regular season. I'm going to just get us out of this playing game real quick so we can both rest because that would make sense. But here's the biggest thing. I'm okay. sitting there. It's like, it's like eight-ish, seven, eight-ish o'clock. Dom comes in. I already had seen the report at this point that LeBron's not playing. Dom. No, we, we knew that Twitter went crazy yesterday with the Brad Kemp Bazemore thing. They were trying to do it again. They said, and I quote, comes in the room, he says this to me, he's like, Twitter going crazy. They said Michael Jordan would be DeMar DeRozan in this NBA. I literally just was like, oh, you don't know. You don't know why that just got posted because LeBron's sitting. It all makes sense. 
all the conspiracies, <laughs> all the, they're all coming to life. I see it now. Twitter had to distract everybody from LeBron sitting to bring up Michael Jordan and DeMar DeRozan. I was like, I was like, damn, he can't even be Kobe. He had to be DeMar. I rest my case. The Lion King. Lion King. That's what I'm calling from now on. All right, Demetri. All right, Demetrius Bayless. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. hey, look, I'm not gonna say anything crazy. He just he just straight took the role. That's the as the podcast has been going forward, he's been agreeing with his takes more and more. Bro, I have a question. Go Damn ahead. Wrong. Yes. On yeah. which part? He didn't need to play. Uh-huh. Bro, that's because I said he didn't need to play. Crazy. Kuz were not supposed to score 20 fucking three. TST not supposed to hit game winners. Like what? TST not supposed <laughs> to score 13 and 10. That's just not supposed to happen. But you know what? That means if THT makes a game winner, that means LeBron didn't miss it. What? <laughs> 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 <Yeah, boy. laughs> that's the most important part. Oh you God. didn't realize. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go that far. But you know, Skip definitely bringing that up. Dom, where am I wrong? I I, I don't know where I'm wrong. I'm just, all I all I said was the more the more as the podcast been going on, you can have any Skip Bayless takes. And I said, <laughs> am I wrong? I ain't saying nobody right or wrong, man. I was. I just. I'm just. I'm just pointing it out. Man, my man. Crazy. Hey, I'm not gonna say anything crazy. He obviously, no, I'm scared of the fucking LeBron. <laughs> he obviously, at the very least, second best player of all time, and he's old. He is 36, but God point out, he trying to play the blame game. I just see it. If he's not trying to play it, he at least knows what the media is gonna do. He tried it, and AD said no, not today. <laughs> not fucking today. Hey, y'all started doing it. And I was like, no, he just doesn't want to fall. And he didn't even have to fall this game. As you saw, he struggled being five free throws. Because okay. hey, well, if them niggas not going to score, I don't have to either. <laughs> oh, exactly right. Hey, man, but thank you guys so much for listening. For Darn Wall and for Dons with Demetrius Bayless. Hope you guys enjoyed. Damn, I think that's the longest dickhead of the day we ever had. It has to be. It's been-